Hey guys, it's Girl Mike Pan of the Binding Warrior Podcast. It's Hayes, your Mindset Monday episode of the week. So today's Labor Day, and um, you know I'm trying to spend time with the family as much as I can today and do all those things. But I want to talk about something that a lot of guys struggle with, and it's anger, right? And I want to talk about anger today because um, I I think that men we are known for having just kind of bouts of anger, or we ha- we struggle with controlling our anger. And I think there's not a lot of people talking about this, especially in the martial arts world. There's not a lot of people talking about this. And so um, I'm just like any of y'all. Like, I'm still on this journey. And I, I struggle with that myself, honestly, sometimes. There's, there's times where I feel like I got a hang on it. But I get angry, so angry over it. It could be significant. <laughs> it could be something over something significant. Or it could be something that it is not very significant. Okay? And I just feel like a lot of us guys, we go through this anger. We go through... You know, uh, we lose our temper easily. And I noticed this with very masculine men. I noticed that masculine men tend to have the hardest time with this. Like the tough guys, the, uh, the guys who train a lot and, you know, they even go to church regularly and they, they take care of themselves. Like these are the guys with a sense of anger. And again, I'm not above this. I, I struggle with this from time to time too. So let's talk about anger as men, as martial artists and why we need to not view it necessarily as a bad thing. But we need to view it as a part of our lives that we need to understand how to control, right? So I know that when I get angry, and I'll speak from my point of view on this, right? I, I know that when I get angry about something, I, you can feel it build up. Like it's, it's hard for me to get really angry. Like I'm not an easily angered person. Anyone who trains with me, anyone who knows me will know that. But if something happens repeatedly, right? And it's, it's one thing after the other, or it seems to be consecutive situations that are close together. I find it building, right? And I feel that a lot of guys, we don't really have a lot of outlets for our anger, especially in the society where we're told, you know, you can't be aggressive, you can't demonstrate anger, you don't want to be toxic or whatever. A lot of guys just hold it in. And I'm guilty of this, right? I'm guilty of this. I think my father's generation is def- definitely guilty of this. And I don't think it's necessarily our fault. I think a lot of guys, we just, especially guys who work hard and try to be strong, it's something that we struggle with because we don't have time to be angry. We don't have time to feel anything, right? We have to get stuff done. If you look at ancient warrior cultures, this is very similar, right? Like, uh, and it extends even to this day. Like, if you meet a Marine who uh, is in a firefight and they lose a, one of their brother Marines that they're close with on the battlefield, they can't stop. They have to keep going. And I think that mindset is translated to a lot of what we know today for men. We tend to build, you know, kind of lock ourselves in. We tend to, when we feel something, we don't talk about it. And then the result is something uh, crazy. Either it could be like, you know, you just losing your temper and snapping at your kids or your wife. Or, you know, you could, you know, all the way to the extreme, you know, a man could shoot up a mall, you know, as an active shooter. And I think our culture, again, has not made it very, I don't want to, I hate using this word, but it hasn't made it very safe for men to express their anger. And we live in a society where men are, most of us, Unfortunately, I'm not necessarily in this camp, but most men are not living lives that they're called to live, meaning that they're stuck in a cubicle in a job that they hate as a means to pay the bills. And a lot of guys have stress from work. They have stress with their coworkers. They have stress at home. Maybe their family life isn't great. And oftentimes they're linked 
And a lot of times when guys are experiencing stress outside the home, they bring it home and they don't know how to differentiate. And this is something I struggle with too because, you know, I run a business and I teach a day job and I have a lot of people, a lot of kids under me, a lot of people under me. And I'm trying to become a good husband and dad. It's just there's certain days where I just slip and I don't know how to control my temper sometimes. And so I think it's, it's, we need to understand that if you're listening to this and you're a guy, you're not alone in this, right? And I feel like as a man in our world today, I feel like, and this is probably not just our role today, but I feel more and more so that as men, we have weight on our shoulders. And again, it can be something small and it's significant, right? You, you put a, you know, a, a coin, a quarter on your shoulder. It's not that bad, but you start adding on one little quarter at a time. You have two bucks and quarters. <laughs> you have 10 bucks and quarters. It gets to weigh a lot and you got to move with that weight, right? And guys just don't really have a lot of healthy outlets to deal with this, right? And there's a lot of written on this. I'm not a psychologist or psychiatrist, but I just know as a man who goes through this and as a guy who has kids and and a wife and burdens and, you know, blessings and all these different things rolled in between, I I know what it's like to feel like the weight of the world's on your shoulders. I know what it's like to have to fight through things, right? And to feel like you're the only one fighting them. So I say all of this to let my listeners know, because I know most of the people listening to this are my students. You're not alone in this right you're not alone when you feel those anger that your body getting hot and you're you're just you're just you just see red you know this is not a bad thing right i believe god put that in men for a reason it's just depends on where we put that anger right and so again i want the guys out there to know that they're not alone a lot of guys won't talk about this martial arts instructors will not talk about this but i will talk about it because this is something that a lot of guys deal with and especially myself i deal with this at times i mean i got two kids under the age of 4 <laughs> it's it's hard you know, um, you don't always get the right amount of sleep. You don't get a chance to really take care of yourself as much as you want to or do the things you want. So it tends to add up sometimes. And I know there's a lot of guys listening to this who have businesses and jobs and marriages and it gets stressful. So that's the first thing I want to let you know. It, you're not alone in it, right? There's, all, all guys feel this way. And if there's a guy who's not, you know, you don't view as an, a, like he had, who claims that he's not an angry person or like he doesn't experience anger, I'd be very wary of that person because pretty much every sincere, virtuous, successful person that I've met has anger in them. They just direct it differently. They harness it differently than most people, right? So what, what are some of the ways we can recognize anger? So I think one of the things that we have to do, and this is something that all of us struggle with, including myself, is that we have to get rid of the distractions, guys. And a lot of times we react emotionally and we get angry because we don't really see it coming. It's kind of like if you were walking down the street and you were texting or listening to music on your iPhone and a, a mugger came out and put a gun to your head. It wasn't that the mugger wasn't there before. He was there. You just didn't notice him, right? And oftentimes, you know, we talk about martial arts, self-defense for situational awareness and being aware of your environment. We're not self-aware. And a big part of the reason why we're not self-aware is because we're constantly distracted with stuff. You know, we not only our responsibilities, but even when we have some downtime, what do we do? We scroll on the phone. We go through social media. We, we veg out on YouTube and Facebook and all these different things to distract us so we're not bored. And I think one thing I'm trying to be more mindful of is not uh, distracting myself any longer as much as possible just having time maybe even just 10 minutes a day to just be by myself in silence you know phone is on airline mode i don't have any electronics around me i'm just in silence right and this could be used for a lot of things meditation prayer for oftentimes i just sit there i just sit down because 
we're constantly being bombarded with information and, and stimuli through our phones and through technology. I think it's important that we just take time to be self-aware and just listen to our feelings, listen to ourselves, just take time to listen to the world inside our head for a little bit. And a lot of guys don't want to do this. I meet a lot of guys who don't want to do this because they have to face some stuff. They got to face some trauma. They got to face some difficulty that's within them that they don't want to face. But I think this is where the magic is. I think this is where the, the, uh, the, the change happens, right? Because in order for us to make any kind of change, we need to be self-aware of what needs to be changed. We need to know our emotions as they happen. So one thing I recommend to my guys is just silent time for 10 to 15 minutes a day. No phones, no technology, prayer, meditation, and that time is great. Uh, but you know, if you just want to sit there in silence and just feel those emotions as they happen, that's important. And again, I, think, I feel we get far too distracted in our, in our world today to really do anything about that to really take time to feel our emotions. And as a result, most guys, they just react to things. And that's part of where these angry outbursts come from. So that's important, right? The second thing I think is just our physical health and our well-being. Now, I'll be totally honest. Like when I, uh, when I don't sleep a lot, I am very cranky. Like a lot of guys, like there's some people who are hangry. Like if they don't eat, they get really upset. <laughs> I'm actually not one of those people. Um, I get really upset and cranky when I'm not sleeping enough. I find my patience is a lot, lot smaller. I don't have tolerance for a lot of things. I can't process information. I'm struggling to process information. So something as basic as getting seven to eight hours of sleep at night is something I'm really trying to aim on. And I have a four-month-old who last night woke me up at one in the morning. Uh, thankfully, I didn't have work today. <laughs> but uh, he woke up at one in the morning, and I had to feed him. And my wife does the same thing. So she wakes up, and I have to, w- and it wakes me up. And I don't really sleep as well as I used to. But I think it's important to aim for sleep aim for rest you know instead of staying up all night watching your favorite netflix show go to sleep right your well-being will thank you for it. your heart your mind your soul will thank you thank you for it and sleep is so overlooked so i recommend sleep i know that after i get a good solid night's sleep or even a decent night's sleep i am way more patient way more energized and way more loving the next day as opposed to when i'm not sleeping all right so sleep is important uh diet right um caffeine is a big thing among a lot of americans i know i'm guilty of this um, I used to drink, you know, energy drinks and multiple energy drinks a day and caffeine a day because I remember when I first had my first son, I, I didn't know how to stay awake. I wasn't sleeping at all. And so I was using, you know, uh, artificial means to keep myself alert and awake. And as a result, my adrenal glands were getting stressed out. And so it, it led to a lot of stress and it would stimulate, you know, things like anxiety and, and anger and things like that. So I try my best to not take in a lot of caffeine. The most I'll do in the morning is maybe... Uh, you know, a cold brew coffee, which has a high caffeine content, but that's it. I don't drink multiple cups. I don't do any of that. Um, it's low acidity, so it's easier on my stomach. And um, I just try to stay away from the caffeine after that, right? Uh, I might have some green tea later in the day, but that's a very small, that's a very small amount of, um, of caffeine. But um, yeah, aside from like that one cold brew in the morning and maybe a green tea later on, I'm good. I don't need multiple cups of coffee. Right, I don't need multiple you know, energy drinks a day anymore, and I realize that now that I've done that, I don't feel as stressed. Right, so that's one really important thing to think about. The next thing, in addition to you know sleep and wellness and you know being self-aware, silent time, I think it's really an ability to have physical outlets. Now, I know that this has probably been said before. I don't. Th- I think a lot of guys they view the training as therapy, right? And I don't. I think that's kind of dangerous. I think a lot of people who depend on physical activity to get rid of their stress and their anger that's like your only if that's the only tool in your bag for that that's dangerous because i feel that if you're using a physical stressor which is physical training to deal with an emotional stressor (laughs) you're compounding stress and in my experience it doesn't work it helps right like 
training and doing all those things, it helps relieve some stress. But at the end of that session, I need to face whatever I'm facing after that, right? And it could be an argument with the wife. It could be a bill I have to pay. It could be, you know, uh, my son who's acting up. It could be anything. But I know I have to face that challenge again after that. So physical activity is important. I just wouldn't depend on it as the sole thing. I know a lot of my friends in the CrossFit community and the martial arts community do that. I I tell them all the time, that's good. It should be part of the program. It just should not be the main thing. Now, that all that being said, it's hard to beat a heavy bag workout when you're stressed, right? Um, it's hard to beat a good lifting session or a good strength session when you're stressed out and angry. I feel that those do, again, help. It shouldn't be the only tool you have in your kit but for dealing with anger, but I think it is good because far too many of us are sit up and pent up with, with stress, right? And our world is all stress, especially with this pandemic and everything going on in the world, we're all stressed. So I think it's really important for us to really assess and look at you know physical activity as one of the tools in the toolkit that we use to deal with our stress so you know hitting a heavy bag going to you know the gym hitting the weights these are all healthy outlets now a lot of people say well didn't you just say that you know you don't want physical activity to be the only, only thing i say this for a reason because especially when it comes to us martial artists like i remember as a kid i used to uh i used to i was like a, when i was a teenager i had a lot of anger in me i had a lot a lot of resentment, a lot of anger, um, due to the things I was experiencing at the time. I didn't know how to handle it. I had no one above me really to coach me how to handle it. So I would just hit the bag, right? I thought that was the healthy thing to do. Better a bag than a human being, right? But I remember my high school religion teacher, who's also a psychology major in college. He was a seminarian. Um, he was a huge influence on me, even to this day. Mr. Frank Carolyn, I remember him. Mr. Frank would tell me, um, you know, eventually punching bags get boring, right? Because if you're if the stimuli that gets you to deal with your anger is to hit something, what gives you the idea the next thing won't be a person, you know, or someone who doesn't deserve it? Like, you might hit a loved one out of anger. So when he told me that, I really had to readjust my game plan. Again, there's nothing wrong with having a physical outlet for stress, but it can't be the only thing, right? Um, I think it's really important to know that, especially for us martial artists who view, basically we use violence as a stress reliever. <laughs> we gotta be really careful with that, guys. Uh, we have to know our, it's time and place. Again, I'm, all, I'm a martial arts teacher. I'm a professional martial artist. I know the men that train under me. This is probably the only safe haven they have aside from work and their family life. This is like a safe place for them, right? To express themselves as men and fight and compete and all these things. But I always tell them, you have to have another means of dealing with your anger and your stress. It cannot be just martial arts. There has to be another means, right? So meditation, silent time, like I mentioned before, proper amount of sleep, eating right. All these things contribute, right? So... These are really important things that I think men need to consider, right? And again, and I would say this also, and guys don't like talking about this, but talk about it. Talk about your anger. Talk about the things that piss you off with other men, not your lady. Your lady doesn't need you to, you know, bitch and complain about, you know, where you're at. Your lady doesn't need that, right? Your lady needs you to be strong, right? And I fall into this because sometimes if I have a rough day at work, I just tell my wife, oh, this is how my day went. And, you know, I, I, I can fall into that too. But what I do is I either write it out or I talk to a trusted male friend about it or one of my brothers about it, right? Not one of my students about it, but someone above me, like Tuan Carl, someone I usually go to, right? Somebody that knows me. Um, you know, if you are a believer, maybe your pastor or your priest, I recommend you talk to a man because men know how to listen to other men in the way they need to be listened to, right? There's this big myth that men are not good listeners. We are not good listeners in the same sense that women are good listeners, Right, I know that for a fact. Like my wife tells me all the time, I've selected here, and she's probably right. <laughs> but men listen to men in a very distinct way. And if you're a guy, you know what I'm talking about. When a man gives you advice or gives you insight, it doesn't look the same as a woman's insight 
or a woman's uh, uh, advice. It's different. It's usually a lot more direct. It's usually a lot more crude in some cases. And a lot of times it's a lot more rough. Like usually it's very blunt. You know, stop being a pansy. That could be one of the <laughs> things, right? But I think a lot of guys, they need men to vent to. So you have to have brothers to vent to, you know? I tell my martial arts students to talk to me. If they got an issue with somebody, talk to me. You have to do that. Um, if not me, then one of your brothers that you trust in the group. You know, do you have a father figure in your life? Do you have a pastor again, a priest, somebody in your life that you trust on a spiritual level that you trust to guide you? Uh, trust to be safe with you, you can be vulnerable with. We all need this, guys. We all need this. And I really think this is important because a lot of us men don't have men like that. I mean, I, women are good at this. They're much better. They're wired for this. We are not. We are not. And talking about your problems does not make you weak. I think holding on to your problems makes you weak because you're afraid of how you're going to look, right? You're afraid of what people will think. Me, I'm not afraid of being transparent. There's a right and wrong way to do that, right? But I'm not afraid to be transparent with someone I trust, with, especially with a man that I look up to or a man that I, I, uh, I confide in. I'm not, I'm, I don't fear that, right? I don't fear that. So it takes strength to be vulnerable. It takes strength to be vulnerable with your brothers, right? But I think that's really important to note. So again, guys, these are just some tips. I'm not a genius on this. I'm still trying to figure this out the best I can, but I think it's important to note that we all need a means to handle our anger a little better. We need a means to know how to handle our rage a little better and to not panic, right? To not get angry, too angry, right about things. All right, guys. So I hope this podcast inspired you. Take care. God bless and be the hero in your life.